Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, rolling on the second day of May. Dos May. 2017. I'm showing my bilingual skills there, Jamie Fox. Well, that scares the hell out of me. And it should scare it should. The, it scares the audience as well. But you're looking dapper this morning, um, uh, a la professional. Um, yeah, my dirty, my, my regular clothes were dirty. You know, you've come a long way since coaching. I'll just say that. I wore this all the time at coaching. Really? Yes. Well, I wondered where. Yeah, yeah, the problem is you wore those in some pretty suspect places. Yeah, you want to uh, stand out in the suspect places, believe me. I wouldn't have worn that to Cabrini Green if I were you. You'd be surprised. Best, really? Oh, yeah. That got a lot of street cred, huh? Absolutely. You wear, uh, you know, there's, um, in, in recruiting, it's like business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I learned a lot of this from my, from my guy, John Lyles, that, uh, Southeastern, yeah. yeah Southeastern was a former uh, Louisiana Lafayette coach and uh, Bennett Marshall or Rick Huckabee, uh, high school Hall of Fame guy in Louisiana from uh, Rapids. Sure. At any rate, uh, man, I learned so much recruiting from him in the sense that it's business. It's the colors that you wear. It's where you sit. It's what you say, even to the color ink that you write a letter back to mm-hmm. a recruit and his parents in. So many of those little psychological ticks. That you're not even aware of, and it just opened up my mind to a whole new different level of of thinking. Uh, you know, and, and I'll tell you this: it's, it's sort of interesting. If you go to Walmart today, what color is the predominant color at Walmart? Blue. Okay. What color is the predominant color at IBM? Blue. Blue. Dell Computer. Blue. Delta Airlines. Blue. You think these are accidents? And you're wearing a blue shirt today. Blue. Blue is a suggestive selling color. Uh, and they get into the psychology of this, of how you sit, where you sit, what you say. It, it is an amazing, amazing concept when you really get into recruiting details mm-hmm. like some of these cats do. But, uh, yeah, I just, you know, my dirty stuff was, uh, my, my casual stuff was dirty today, so I wanted to dress for success for you and into this well, closet that we have. To some extent. Uh, you sleep in that last night or what? Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> uh, white, white and blue, but, uh, okay, so th- now there, there's your tidbit of the day, uh, those of you who are selling out in the field, uh, wear a blue shirt. It suggests. Well, uh, even if you go into politicians. How about blue, blue underwear? Yeah, li- well. Yeah, Blue I'm jeans. Not, I, I, okay. I've never gotten to that point yet where right. that, well, that we'll, became a factor, Jamie. We're going to glaze it. If it over. does, I'll let you know. <laughs> we're going to we're going to skip over that yeah. one. Hopefully, oh. it's not. Um, but yeah, it's just just pay attention, and that's the one thing I guess I've learned over the years is pay attention to a lot of stuff. It's a uh, it's a dash of yellow in things. It's a uh, you know red's another selling color. It's a, a more aggressive color, but it, it's deep psychology. It's really cool stuff. Uh, it's just fascinating when when you listen to it. Uh, look at schools, the way they're painted on the inside. Mm-hmm. In, in Louisiana, we go to the lowest bidder. But normally, uh, schools are painted. There are certain so- psychological profiles that are more conducive to learning, apparently. That's people a lot smarter than me that tell me that. So interesting things. Somebody that does have a lot of learning, somebody that uh, has been in those institutionally blue buildings, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. He spent a lot of years He's in He spent a buildings. lot of years in there. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on U.S. 165. North. Monroe, 318-345-4545. All right, Jamie, we're going to dive into controversy, right? On, you know, because we are charismatic and controversial. And, and we tell you. And we that, tell you we are. We're not. We're wearing blue, but we're not feeling blue today. We're not feeling blue. I'll tell you somebody that's feeling blue. We have uh, a society that feels blue. Yes. I'm offended. So if you haven't been offended yet, you're in luck. I'm going to do it this morning. Stand in line. This is, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, this guy I'm not a big fan of. This is Clay Travis. Very who's, controversial. Uh, kicked the coverage. Is he controversial or does he say what he thinks? Uh, Clay's a, a t- attorney by trade, and he started out. Clay is the one His that famous Tebow line, right? Uh, I wasn't in the room, but Sean was uh, at SEC Media Days when Travis uh, lobbed that bomb at Tim Tebow. You tell people what bomb he lobbed. Uh, ask him if he was a virgin, and uh, ask him if he was uh, saving himself for marriage, so to speak, or whatever. Uh, and 
Tebow handled it definitely very well, I thought, but uh, it it forever launched him in, and he used that that was his basically his launching pad. Right. And nobody knew it at the time, but it was the talk for the next two days. And really, uh, they've actually expanded SEC Media Days now. But at the time, uh, it was it was in a, and if you have to understand, this is in a usually they ask these questions in pretty large size meeting rooms, ballrooms at the Winfrey Hotel uh, up on the second floor, and it it. It absolutely uh, resounded. And that's where probably you started seeing Tebow catch the grief about his religious beliefs, too. I mean, it it, 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 it worked in Travis's favor. Hypocrite much? Where it almost, uh, you know, it almost uh, brought more okay. insults onto Tebow. Well, uh, but anyway, Clay is a, is a lawyer by trade. Let's fast forward to Clay, to, uh, to Clay Travis now. Now, if you remember last week in the draft, mm-hmm. Takiris McKinley, that's the kid that uh, the Atlanta Falcons drafted. Uh, very difficult upbringings. Very. Uh, and you know what? There's a lot of people who have difficult upbringings. But uh, certainly, uh, you know, you're happy that, that he made it out of that situation at this point. Anyway, uh, to Karis McKinley, when he was with Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders interviewing him, throws out a, uh, a, a very uh, provocative uh, religious curse word, if you will. I'm trying not to explain it, but you get the idea. And then he throws out an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Right, and then he says, "Fire me," or it's "Find me." Find me. Find, find me if you don't like me, it. Find me. Yeah, <laughs> a little Freudian slip there. <laughs> yes, please uh, find us. Don't fire us. Yeah, please. don't fire us. Not yet. Not yet. Not till you find us. Uh, at any rate, he has a picture of his grandmother, and when I say a picture, Jamie Fox, I'm talking about a like size of his chest picture, large, large picture of his grandmother who had passed away. And he's very emotional in the speech with Deion Sanders. Hey, this is who I did this for. I made a promise to her on her deathbed. She passed away 30 seconds after that. I told her I'd go D1. I told her I'd get to the NFL. And all that's very heartfelt. And I think people appreciated the emotion in that. Again, people want you to be real as a player or a coach until they don't like what you say. Right. Well, if he'd have just cut it there, I think people would have been fine with it because you've had a history of the NFL draft they interview the players. They know what they're going to ask them. Well, hey, Jamie, how does it feel to be drafted? And they're expecting Good. a <laughs> NFL Shield-type reaction. Well, this kid gives a very heartfelt reaction. I absolutely admired that. And to the point where he goes, he throws out uh, F-bombs and other, another just a very offensive um, obscenity, especially if you happen to be Christian. And, and do I think he did it on purpose? It doesn't matter. So anyway, here's what happens. Clay Travis... Uh, is and again, you said he's a, he's a, he's an attorney. He's a Fox Sports radio personality. Starts kind of going off on the kid for taking a picture of his uh, deceased grandmother on an airplane, and so he kind of tweets out this it's sort of tongue in cheek type stuff. He goes, "Look, uh, who? Where do you get a picture like that taken? Did he buy a ticket, uh, a seat for the picture because it's so big? How do you get that on the airplane? I got a lot of questions about this." And he goes, then he comes back, I can't stop thinking about the grandma picture. That might be my first entire hour on his show the next day. Is the picture of grandma a carry-on? Did he check it? Did he go to the metal detector with it? I have a lot of questions. Uh, and then he cites this, dropping the the profanity, again, it's a religious-based profanity, with a portrait of his dead grandma in his arms, that's next-level coverage. <laughs> Uh, and so a lot of people start just going crazy over, oh, he's disrespecting the kid's grandmother. So Takaris McKinley, not one to, uh, you know, seize this opportunity. His tweet was this, hope this shows you that the devil is alive and well. To straight disrespect someone's dead grandmother and think it's funny is crazy to me. Well, Clay Travis texts back, and he's got a picture, I love grandmothers more. And so they've had this little Twitter spat going on. And so now all of or a lot of the uh, – Knowing Clay Travis, Takaris McKinley's probably going to lose that battle. Badly. Badly. Uh, but, um, I mean, Clay Travis, this is what he does. He's a provocateur. He is. He is controversial. I don't think we're as controversial maybe as that. But, you know, you drop two words that you are not to drop on television. You don't think this guy knew this? I think he knew it. I, don't, don't give me the junk yeah. about, well, he got emotion. Look, I'll give you emotion all day long. But you do have a responsibility as a new employee of whatever organization you have. You know, it's like go getting the job at Delta Airlines and they're doing a press conference about it and dropping bombs. You're probably not going to have that job very long. 
And so Clay Travis being eviscerated by a lot of the uh, progressive-leaning media, uh, the kid given a free pass, well, he's just emotional. Uh, yeah, I get the emotion. And, again, I'm all for the emotion, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I got no problem with you telling me how happy it is that this is a lifelong drink. God, love that. But when you start dropping the profanities like that, well, that's just who he is. Well, you know what? I've got my eight-year-old kid watching the draft. That's not what we signed up for. If we wanted to see that, we turn on HBO. We turn on Hard Knocks. That's not what we turn on for. You have a responsibility as a broadcaster to adhere to the rule. They're not guidelines. They're rules. And, again, we go back to the Super Bowl with the wardrobe malfunction. We go to the – uh, to the live television where, where they're dropping F-bombs, and there's no repercussion for it. So all that does is encourage people, hey, if you're really emotional, you can say this. I, I just Clay Travis being eviscerated is the grandma thing in bad taste. I don't know. Do you open yourself up when you bring a, a, a six-foot photograph of somebody? No, I, I don't think it's so much that. I think, you know, had the – let's just take, for example, had the F-bombs not been dropped and, and maybe the kid had not been uh, so emotional uh, – Although, I, you know, I'm like you, I, the raw emotion is good, but, you know, you have to. And here's the thing. You have to realize you're fix, you're you're an employee. You may not have signed on the dotted line yet, but you're going to represent the Atlanta Falcons organization. And you have, and, I, and to his, maybe to, to, to give him, I mean, he was, he's already been given a pass, by the way. They're not going to find him. Yeah, well, let that. me ask you so, this. What if Drew Brees goes into a press conference? Or what if uh, Cam Newton goes into a press conference after a game? And drops those same profanities on live national television. Probably about twenty thousand to thirty thousand dollars worth of okay, fines. Okay, but this guy doesn't get a fine because uh, he's young. He's a I mean, you tell me. That is the hypocrisy I think that drives people crazy of the NCAA, of the NFL, of these professional organizations because they're not rules; they're guidelines. Well, Terry, and you know, hate to hate to beat a dead horse, but I mean, in ESPN, we talked about this before the show started. I mean. People are opting out. There's a ways to opt out now. To, to to you don't want to expose your child, you know, young child to that kind of language. You don't want to expose, um, you know, your you don't have to watch it. And and what they they're not making the connection. And I, I I'm sorry, I disagree with some of the, the the pundits that are saying that doesn't have anything to do with it. I think it does. Um, I was. I did not hear that. I was watching the draft, and I apparently left the room when that happened. But, uh, again, there has to be – I mean, let's just say – and I'm going to give the kid, you know, a little bit of – I know, okay, we, we can say he grew up the way he did ad nauseum. We can say that still doesn't give you a right to kill somebody. It doesn't give you a right to say F-bombs on television. It doesn't give you a right. There has to be some sense of decorum. This is a This is a race to the bottom now. Is what this has become. Hold my beer. Watch this. Yeah, I mean, what it has to me, it, it does. And I'm believe me, I am no puritanical person. Neither are you, and we're not. But I mean, there has to be a line somewhere that you have to try to hold people accountable to. And I think in this case, um, he crossed it. And okay, all right, you're going to get this is your get out of jail free card for a while. But if I'm Arthur Blank or whoever, I'm taking him aside and going. You can't. You, this is this is the you know. And Jamie, I did this. This is typical coach speak. Right. I, you you could predict if you listen to this show, you already knew what they were going to say. Well, now while we don't approve of the young man's choice of uh, verbiage here or vocabulary, we certainly love the fact that he's very emotional. We think that's what's going to make him such a great player for us. And you spin it. You you know. Look, I, I know. Yeah, little, they went to damage control yeah, immediately. I know little Johnny lit the desk on fire in third grade. But, uh, you know, I just appreciate the fact that little Johnny already knows how to use uh, pyroglyphics uh, and uh, he, he can burn stuff up. And we think one day he's going to be quite the asset to a, uh, a de- demolition company. Well, if you're the if you're the Atlanta Falcons, and it, you know what? And I'm not going to just I mean, you well, let's let's go back to our, our good friend, Pac-Man Jones. I mean, there are some people what's here's the thing that the, the jury's out on this kid right now. Um he could end up being as good as advertised on the football field, but will he, you know, be constantly in trouble? Like, uh, I mean, a, a lot of teams took flyers on kids like this in this draft. The Muhammad kid from Miami missed two out of four years because he couldn't keep keep on the straight and narrow. 
uh, the Cowboys, Greg Hardy, you know, on and on and on. Gregory, the guy we're, we're Gre- going to talk about probably even the seven third times, yeah. seven times, seven Jamie, seven, seven times he can't TT straight. Seven Jamie, not six, seven. not five, seven. And it, even if you're, I mean, at some point, if you're Jerry Jones, he's proven he will cut you at some point. I would say seven What's times. What's the magic number? What's going to be his excuse? Seventy-seven. Well, I, I was raised in a bad environment. No, that doesn't fly anymore. Sorry, doesn't fly. Did. Let's see ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, when we return, triggering Philadelphia Eagle fans. And, yes, as a Cowboy fan, I thought it was comical. Uh, a little bit more under this story. Uh, you will enjoy this, Cowboy fan or not. You'll see ESPN 97.7. This segment sponsored by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. The best pet care, folks, you're going to get. Go by and see Dr. Weber. Back in a minute. Right now, if you're near Briard Street in Monroe or near Trenton Street in West Monroe, you'll spot something big happening in front of TP Outdoors. The Big Tent Sale, celebrating the grand reopening of our West Monroe store. Through May 20th, TP has priced everything under the Big Tent at up to 80% off. This includes the Savage 64F semi-automatic 22 long rifle for only $97, plus a free box of CCI 22 ammo. Only at TP will you find the club blind from Primo's for just $77.97. And the Primo's Club XL blind for just $88.77. And a federal 325-round box of 22 LR ammo for an incredible $18.88. If it's at TP, it's on sale. Sporting goods, firearms, hunting gear, and hardware on sale at up to 80% off. Shop TP Outdoors right now through Saturday, May 20th, because that's when the big tops come down at both stores. The Big Tent Sale, celebrating the grand reopening of TP Outdoors on Trenton Street in West Monroe and TP Outdoors on Briard Street in Monroe. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. I'm bad. And I'm bad. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx enjoying a break some, here. Some entertaining comments yeah, on that we, last segment, yes. We, we do. You, you can, text. Yeah, you can reach out to us at 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. Read a couple here before the end of the break. The segment sponsored by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you, Jamie Foxx, to support a worthwhile cause, which is the Special Olympics of Louisiana. Exactly. They do a great job every year, and I think it's something to be proud of. And uh, G.B. Cooley, we're, how fortunate we are to have them in this community. Oh, no question. Uh, well, uh, somebody that wasn't fortunate, according to Eagle fans, to be in their community over the NFL draft, and some, some things just showing up on this, uh, former Dallas Cowboy star Drew Pearson. Yes. You know, the, the big thing with the NFL now, and again, this is, this is the um, Emmy Awards for football. The NFL draft. I mean, they dress this thing up, 
It's it's the it's the walk on the red carpet. It's the made for television, and the salacious things that they can get uh, with it, they do. So they're trotting out all these ex players. You know, at some point we're going to get uh, scantily clad women to be doing that. It, it just it's going to or men. We're equal opportunity here. Uh, I probably yeah, won't I don't watch think it at about that. that yeah. But anyway, yeah, I probably won't watch it at that point. There's there's as, as they yeah. said last Think night, Booker McFarlane in a bikini, not good. That's taking diversity <laughs> one a step too far. Not good. But anyway, Drew Pearson they trot out, and uh, he's in a suit, not a bikini, which is a good thing. Uh, Drew Pearson, famous Dallas Cowboy receiver, Tulsa grad. Uh, so Dal- uh, Drew Pearson comes out and is going to give the t- uh, the Dallas Cowboys pick, and he starts uh, by giving a little props to the Dallas Cowboys. He's a very proud Dallas Cowboy retired player, and he talks about the five-time world champion Dallas Cowboys. And he also had a before. I think before he got to that, he also gave a shout out to the Philadelphia fans for helping him make his career, yeah, an all-pro career. Another word, an all-pro career, basically on thanks, at the expense of the Philadelphia yeah, thanks, Eagles. Thanks, Philly fans, and the five-time yeah. world champion Dallas Cowboys. Uh, by the way, if you're uh, for those of you counting at home, yeah, it's Cowboys five. Eagles have the same amount of world championships as Jamie and I do. Uh, is Zorro? Yes. Yeah, none. So the Eagles fans in attendance there. Uh, not too happy with that. And so then Drew uh, Drew Pearson is talking the other day on radio. He goes, look, I was talking uh, in the green room before, and I've got a thing to read. Before the, the event, I saw some of the other players doing some things, and he was on Pro Football Live on Monday morning, and Roger Goodell was talking with him backstage. And Roger Goodell actually encouraged him to go out and say those things and get the crowd even more riled up. Now, no big uh, secret here. The Philadelphia crowd hates Roger Goodell. Philadelphia crowd hates everything. They hate Santa Claus. They boot Santa Claus. Yes. And so, but, you know, if you've been playing for 400 years since literally the Pilgrims came across uh, the Atlantic Ocean and you still haven't had a world championship, yeah, you might be a little testy yourself. So both Eagle fans out there, uh, no disrespect to you, just telling you the truth. Uh, and then uh, Goodell edged him by saying, come on, Philly, come on, when the Eagle fans weren't booing Drew Pearson loud enough. <laughs> and so, again, has the NBA, has the NFL, Major League Baseball, have they went completely WWE, Jamie? Uh, well, I don't know completely, but uh, this thing, I mean, I, I love the venue uh, in Philadelphia. They did it Philadelphia themselves, and I, I can't wait till we talk to James DeMeo again about uh, how that was from a crowd control standpoint because I, ca- I can't remember the exact number. But, of course, it was uh, a lot of it took place at the, the steps where Rocky, you know, did his movie and so forth. So a lot of people, only people were upset with that were tourists who couldn't, who didn't care about the NFL draft. But for those three days, it was, uh, you know, jam-packed in there. So it was as far as what Philadelphia did to put on the event, it was superb. But, again, there were some sideshows, I agree with you, that, that did have some. Drew Pearson's, I think, was, uh, I don't know, even if you're an Eagles fan, you got to, you know, how can you not laugh at that? I mean, it's just. Because they were booing him. They, they hated him they, for pointing out the truth. Well, you know what? And sometimes the best way to, to do that is turn around and beat them, you know. And, and Which they've out. done repeatedly. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, it's, uh, you know, I, I do think it's to some, I, there were some things I, I thought were kind of, Unseemly, Terrace take McKinley aside. Well, look, look, uh, attack McKinley. Double me. J has a good point, and I want to address this. He he has a great point. He listens all the time, and I think he's got some good, really strong uh, opinions. Sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't, and, and that's cool. That's part of what America is. Double J says, "Hey, what's wrong with real people talking in real ways instead of putting on airs, pretending to be something other than the who they are?" I'm sure he's heard the words from uh, his coaches his whole life. Nobody is more foul mouthed than football coaches. Uh, to some, some degree, some that's are, true. Yeah. Absolutely, I know some some basketball and football coaches that are absolutely foul mouthed. You can't, yeah, you can't brought, you can't paint that with too broad a brush. But there are, you're uh, right. Absolutely. He's right. He's right. To some and there's extent. some grocery store managers that have foul mouths. Exactly. And there's some ESPN hosts that have foul mouths, and and there's some that are not. Right. And I, I guess the point here is. When you are put in that position, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's about putting on airs. I think it's about representing something greater than what you are. Okay, the NFL didn't join McKinley. McKinley joined the NFL. And once you are on board of a specific organization, I don't care who it is, you have to live up to what their ideals and expectations are for employees. And even with the with the channels, with, with uh, the broadcast networks, there's a reason you don't have 
uh, hardcore porn on network television. It's real. We see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you do if you turn that on your part of the, the computer. But there's a reason that the community standards and the people that um, have jurisdiction over that say, no, you can't do that. And so I think we're getting closer and closer toward that line. And to me, it's not about that kid being real or not being real. There's plenty of time to be real and all that. But you, I mean, you can't tell me that every single human being in the history of the NFL draft, some of them had had just the same circumstances, if not worse, and yet they're able to conduct themselves without dropping two just highly offensive profanities, one of them more so than the other. Look, I know we hear it every day. Go to a third-grade elementary school. You'll hear the words. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it acceptable. And when people turn their head and look the other way, and give you a free pass, all that is is encourage the next guy. So the next guy going up there, hold my beer, watch this. I'm going to top that. You know, it's almost like the NBA dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? It used to be great with Dominique Wilkins, with Michael Jordan. I mean, it was it was captivating. Uh, then they started bringing in props and all this kind of crazy stuff going on. And now you need a milk carton and a police identification blotter to identify guys in the dunk contest because you don't know who they are. Because it's, it's not important anymore because it's been so off the top that people are like, eh, I'm out. Well, and, you know, you don't have to be self-described minister of decency to, to want to clean up a little bit of the language in, in the sense that, you know, and I'm guilty of this. I, and I'm full disclosure, you know, at times we all are. But that doesn't make me right. And it doesn't make, you know, and I, I agree. I mean, I understand where I'm giving the kid, obviously the NFL took into account what he said, where he's from. Okay, he was given a pass. Let me ask you a question. But what he said is not, he should be, I mean, he. I hope this is a learning experience for him and going, I can't drop the F-bomb on television. Because he said, if you listen to it again, he turned right around after he dropped it and said, go ahead and find me. So I'm sorry, go ahead and find me if you have to. So it was orchestrated. Sure. It was orchestrated. So you don't. You can't let that – I mean, okay, and I'm not saying straight – I mean, learn from it. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, but the guy has a chance now. This is a life-changing moment. He cannot screw it up. And he's emotional. I get that. Yeah, but – I, yeah, I get it. Rain it in, you know, and there's, there's a time and a place for all of that. It's not on national television where – three-year-old you know where six-year-olds are watching chad chad has a great point on this and uh again you're welcome to chime in triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two which is the washtenaw valley federal credit union hotline and text line and i'm going to actually go something completely opposite of this on the next segment uh, related to it but but sort of an opposite take uh kind of relating to your topic this is chad heard on an espn show last week on a poll is the nfl a wholesome family product 82% people said no. 82%, 82% said no? according to Chad. Now, I didn't see that, but it would not surprise me. But uh, we're going to try to get this in before the break, and we're going to jump to Larry on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union Hotline. Larry, good morning to you, sir. Hey, Larry. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Good. I, um, I'm, not a, I'm not an NFL fan. Uh, I'm a college football fan. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the Razorbacks, and I like, you know, teams from the SEC because this is where I'm at. That's, you know, the Razorbacks in that. But um, when I saw that come through on uh, where they were showing where the guy from Dallas went went off on the Eagle fans, I love it. I Like I said, I don't have a dog in the hunt, but, you know, that made me want to watch. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of like, what's going to happen next year because if he did that this year, you know they're going to be lining guys up next year to be going at Dallas and going at, you know, their rival team. So I think I think there's going to be more comedy uh, starting to be ensued and it's really going to uh, have more of an emphasis for people to tune in because they're going to be wanting to see what happens next. So I think Roger Goodell, even though people don't really care for him, the man is pretty smart because he really knows which buttons kind of when to push them and, and how far to go. So uh, that's that's where I'm at with the guy. Appreciate it. Good stuff, man. Roger Goodell behind the scenes, the puppet master, if you will. And I do. I think he geeks it up. I think um, 
I think very little that the NFL does, Jamie, is not choreographed and, and planned out. I, I really believe that. Uh, a lot like the Makiris kid. Look, he already knew what he was going to do. He knew what he was going to do. You can say it was a motion and all that, and I think it was. This was planned out uh, well ahead. So, at any rate, uh, we come back. We're going to turn our topic to another controversial football player taken in the draft the other day. Get your thoughts on that. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pieworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them in Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Pieworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Jamie and I'll be back on Memento. ESPN. Big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. I'm Dan Parker. I'm Kevin Alexander. From big rigs to oil rigs. If you've been injured on the road or on the job, we meet by accident. If you've been hurt, remember. Call 322-7373. Parker Alexander Law. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the sports company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. Check this out. A finished sheetrock double-wide with glamour bath, wood cabinets. It is a four-bedroom, three-bath loaded with quality features for only $69,995. You've got to see it today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh, my God! Every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. after WWE SmackDown, step into the ring with me, Rick Diamond for exclusive shoot interviews with pro wrestling's biggest stars like Teddy Long, Rikishi, Vicky Guerrero, Tommy Dreamer, and good old JR, Jim Ross. It's the Rick Diamond Show on ESPN Radio 97.7. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, solving all society's woes. Uh, they just listen to us. If we don't solve them, our, our listening audience will help us solve hey, them. How about Waldrop Fox 2020? Or Fox Waldrop, better yet, you be president. That way, uh, when they knock you off, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the one that uh, yeah, sends listen, into I power. Listen, I can't even get elected head of the Monroe Beautification Board. So I voted I would, for you. Well, yeah, I mean, and I'm thank thank you for all those who are on my bandwagon about litter. Um, thank you so much for that. Those of you who aren't, let me know why, uh, so I can educate you. Um, uh, a lot of people don't see cause and effect, and that's kind of what we're talking about, Terry, a little bit with. Uh, McKinley's actions and, uh, you know, in this case, uh, one of the guys who's gotten a second chance is Joe Mixon. And uh, before we get into that, let's jump to uh, to the hotline here, Jamie, because I do want to get on Mixon uh, and talk about that. Uh, let's welcome into the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union our friend Jim. Jim, good morning to you. What's up, my friends? How are we doing today? I don't know, Jim. Have we crossed the line yet? <laughs> <laughs> When do we not cross? I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know, Puff. How you doing, bud? It's good to hear your uh, voice. Thank you, thank you. Doing doing better every day. Thanks. Good to hear good, from you. Good, man. Lay lay it on us. Well, I, I got a news flash, boys and girls. I know how it feels to hate them Dallas Cowboys because I had the same problem. Mm-hmm. They hate my Alabama Crimson Tide, but guess what? We got a gunslinger. 
I can't say his name, but I know he comes from the great pineapple state of Hawaii. Uh, here's the thing, Jim. We're going to give you all summer, and I'm going to do it too. Okay, you will go in. You and I are going to spend the entire summer trying to learn to pronounce his name. Okay, I can that, help you with that. I, I got some Hawaii ties. Tua is about yeah, it. I know yeah. the first name is pronounced Tua. After that, I give up. Okay, let me give you a Hawaiian lesson language. Okay, right, you don't get this. Sean doesn't do. It. None of these guys do. Kramer doesn't do this. Every vowel, okay, is pronounced in a Hawaiian word. Okay. Every single vowel. So I don't know what that means, but pronounce every single. There's nothing silent for a vowel in Hawaii. So the kid's name is like 47 letters. Every letter that's a vowel has a sound. So good luck with that one. I think uh, Tua is, is about as good we'll as We'll stick with get. Tua right now. I mean, Jim's from Shudra and I'm, I'm from Monroe. I mean, that's, that's, that's above our pay I'm going to call him that guy from Hawaii, that Hawaiian <laughs> quarterback. I, I, I speak fluent Southern. I can barely speak English. So, you know, I, there's no way I'm going to pronounce it. But, man, looks like the second coming of the old snake, don't it? Do you think he's uh, got a rocket going on? Yeah, but do you really think he's going to supplant Hurts? Um, well, that's maybe that's by midseason? Or... Have, ain't, it? ain't that a well, good problem to have? Yeah, I mean, Burke I. Jones, when he was at LSU, there was Paul a two quarterback thing down there. Yeah. He did play. ran Charlie McClendon out. <laughs> And they and they booted Charlie McClendon shortly after that. Well, they'll yeah. be good. I mean, yeah. they, I don't I don't think they're going to miss a beat. I mean, they brought in Dabo, Dabo Brian Dabo, I believe, from the Patriots to. Uh, and I may miss be pronouncing his name, but this is the day for mispronouncing names. Um, I think they're going to you know pretty much go. Uh, obviously, I think this was brought in to maybe try to cater a little bit more to to Saban's. Uh, whims about how he wants to run that offense but anyway in either case you're right jim you got uh, two outstanding quarterbacks at the capstone good stuff jim we get closer yeah i just thought i'd throw a monkey ranch into your program there (laughs) i'll get some i'll get some hate mail on facebook today okay (laughs) well we've already got joey chiming in uh jim and bama both suck oh my gosh no they don't no they don't Hey, it's good. Hey, you got to be really good to be hated, though, right? That's right. If you, you ain't be good, that's right. Hey, Jim, thanks for thanks for calling. Okay, good stuff, man. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Chad is uh, sent me a screenshot. Chad was the one telling us about the NFL being wholesome. Uh, Dan Lebetard, who I, I'm not a fan of that show, to be honest with you. I, I simply it, it doesn't. I don't like it. But he's the one that did the the vote, and over ten thousand people voted. Is the NFL wholesome? Ninety percent. Say no. Not wholesome. Ninety percent, nine out of ten people that voted on this poll. And there's over ten thousand three hundred sixty-four votes. Said no. Uh, is it? I'll throw that out to you guys. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line hotline. Is the NFL wholesome? Well, let's stay on that. The Cincinnati Bengals. Who, by the way, who's their uh, most controversial player for the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, that would be our good friend. That would be man of the year, Adam Pacman Jones. Yeah, Adam Jones. Yes. So the uh, the WCPO, not to be confused with WKRP in Cincinnati. You old guys get that. You young guys are going, what's he talking about? WCPO, which is a Cincinnati uh, television station, did an op-ed editorial and said, and I'm quoting here the headline of the article, the Bengals drafting Oklahoma running back Joe Mixon is in excusable the thing about it if you want to look into the backgrounds of a number of players drafted reuben foster joe mixon quan muhammad from miami that the saints took in the sixth round oh let's see mckinley you know uh language to this point we don't know if he's got a rap sheet um, I'm going to assume he does You, If you, honest to goodness, if you really look, and this is, may have something to reason why that poll is the way it, it is, saying that it's not wholesome, if you look, there's a lot of, there's a, a number of players on rosters that have at least probably one arrest. You wouldn't have a roster. There's a lot of coaches are. There are a lot of mailmen that do. There, uh, and Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't want to limit that just to the NFL. I'm going to say this, Jamie. I'm going to do something different for me. Or that's not different. If you listen to the show, you know I'm sort of all over the map with with beliefs and everything. Look, the justice system adjudicated this guy. All right? He was suspended for a season at University of Oklahoma when he broke the girl's face as a 19-year-old in a 
in a alcohol fuel bar dispute. All right. Both of them had admitted some responsibility for it. Obviously, if you're a male, uh, and I'm sorry, it's sexist. I don't care if you like what I'm telling you or not. I'm telling you what I told my, told my two sons. You, you don't put your hands on a woman. Right. You, I'm sorry. You don't do it. Now, you can stop her from hitting you, mm-hmm. but you don't hit a woman. You just don't do it. When Joe Mixon at 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, in a bar, and I think it was in Arlington or Fort Worth, actually, uh, this girl comes up to him, and she's uh, in his face and pushes him. He hits her. It's a horrific video if you watch it. I, I don't like watching it. And she goes down, like you would expect, when somebody his size hits somebody. You know, the funny thing about athletes, if you're a big, strong guy and you hit somebody, your damage is going to be a little bit more than the guy that's five, six, 115 pounds. All right? There's a reason you don't see horse jockeys fight a lot. Not a lot of damage is going to get done. These big cats, there's a power there. Uh, you know, it's like the big trucks. When they hit you, it's a lot more than when the Ford Fiesta hits you. And so the guy goes through the process. He's suspended for the year. You can make the argument, and I wouldn't disagree, he needs to forfeit the rest of his life or his eligibility. I mean, whatever you want to say, and that's your opinion, and that's fine. Suspended for the year in Oklahoma. Gets into an argument last year with a Oklahoma uh, University of Oklahoma traffic student who's writing citations and then apparently tells him that, you know, he rips up the ticket and throws it up. Well, look, I'm not taking up for Mixon or the Oklahoma thing, or the, or the Oklahoma trip uh, traffic ticket writer. This is not a police officer. This is a student that goes around writing tickets, and you know just like I do, and I don't know that that's the case here. Some of those guys have Cartman syndrome, the respect my authority deal, mm-hmm. and they go overboard. I don't know that that's what happened here. I don't know where this not. I'm just trying to put all possible things out there. At any rate, Bob Stoops suspended him for a game because of his behavior there. You get into this uh, this article about, well, we never learn anything. Well, you know, what's what's too much? For example, is, I mean, where do you draw the line about saying, okay, you know what, I've got a business to run. My business, Jamie, is running an NFL team. That's my business. Mm-hmm. And my business is based on the ability of this team and the individuals on this team to be victorious. It's not based on the character or the educational level or where they go to church or their favorite color or, you know, the favorite book that they've read. It's based on individuals that can perform together to be victorious. Mm -hmm. Our character and all the things I mentioned before, part of that, absolutely. There's no question about that. I'm not diminishing that. What I'm telling you, though, is this guy has done everything in his power in terms of restitution, in terms of being suspended, in terms of meeting with this girl, and now they're apparently okay with each other. What else could the guy do? I mean, are we just supposed to cast him away to go work at McDonald's or, or you know, maybe get a job at Wall Street for the rest of his life because of a mistake they made at 18 or 19 years old? Now, there are people that make mistakes at 18 or 19 years old, Jamie Foxx, you don't recover from. Mm-hmm. You get in the car drunk and kill somebody or you just pull a gun and shoot somebody at 18 or 19, you don't, get you, you don't get a free pass for that. You're going away probably for life. All right, did this kid do that? No. Thankfully, by the grace of God, the, the, the girl did not have life uh, threatening injuries that are going to be over the course of her entire existence. But it was bad at the time. It was egregious. It's hard to look at. It's the Ray Rice video. It's hard to look at. But if you put it in context, what could he have done after that fact? Is there is there anything out there or what? And this is an arbitrary, this is a personal uh, choice. If you're Jerry Jones or any of these owners, Jamie, what crime did you commit does that exclude you from being employed in any industry? What if it was a great doctor? What if there's a – you don't think there's doctors out there that are now tremendous surgeons that had a DUI when they were uh, – Quite possible, yeah. Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. You've had a D or you got in a fight, or you did something egregious. You know, you stole a computer from a library one time. At what point – I think – and we sometimes get hypocritical. I know I do, and I'm, not, I'm talking to myself. I think you get hypocritical sometimes because we get so blinded in loyalties to our team. You know, you forget what my t- the guys on my team are doing, and I'm just looking at the guys on your team going, man, you got some bad guys, Jamie. Well, I tell you, Terry, we might want to pick this up after the break because uh, you can't limit this conversation just to Joe Mixon or even the Oklahoma Sooners football team because there was another uh, wide receiver, D.D. Westbrook, who has quite a bit of history behind him as well. We might want to pick that up after the break. So 
this is about, like you said, keeping it in context. Do you give these people second chances? My question to be is, if these guys aren't playing football, what are they doing? They're doing something else. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. <laughs> Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Captain Obvious here with us. But do, are they getting paid as well? That's my point. No, absolutely there not. Uh, at any rate, appreciate you joining us. we got one more segment to go ahead and make you angry. We will try to do that when we return. This segment brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, appropriately enough. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby Manning today, 318-342-1411, 318-342-1411. Jamie and I will be reaching out to Bobby at the break. Back in a minute. <laughs> If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 Three four five six six four four. If you need a vehicle with lots of room, Jay Mallard Ford Lincoln has it. Jay has two new Ford Transit Connect wagons at incredible sale prices. They're roomy with seating for seven, which make them perfect for a growing family. They've got a low stance and big back door, which make them perfect for delivery vehicles. Either way, the price is perfect, $6,500 off MSRP. Two new Ford Transit Connect wagons on sale at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. JMallardFord.com. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine with warm temperatures today and a high of 84 degrees. Mostly clear skies and a bit cool tonight, a low 61. Increasing cloudiness with a 70% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 75 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx joining you this morning. This segment sponsored by our friends at Spa Novell. Lemmy Lane and Monroe. Pamper the special people in your life. 318-807-1060. Go check them out. Graduation, I uh, birthday, anniversary, whatever you need, man. They got it for you. I could have used Spa Novell after getting caught on the bridge this morning. I almost didn't make it in. So I was like, uh, what, what could I use to... What could we use to uh, unwind? And it was already, wasn't even 9 o'clock yet. Spa Novell. Yeah, Spa Novell. Yeah. Uh, couple texts. You guys are still welcome to reach us in. Couple texts going in here. Joey, I, I liked you until you told me how young you were. Joey remembers uh, the blonde from WKRP in Cincinnati. Lonnie Anderson, married to uh, one Burt Reynolds for a while. For a while. Um, for a while. I understand Lonnie had a little uh, permanent cosmetic makeup. So did Burt. She Have you seen Burt Reynolds? He's, he's uh, twisted a little tight these days, isn't he? He and Kenny Rogers are going for the, uh, uh, I guess, the uh, tightest face of the of, of the century. He could do uh, a stand-in for Jackie Chan. I they mean, both look like they're scared of me. They've had so much plastic. So they both look like their eyes are, you know. But anyway. Uh, bad plastic surgery. Yes, yes. Bad, uh, bad. Maybe that took place in the garage or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, four, three, text in. Hey, no sport is wholesome. They all curse and fight. Uh, again, it's the WWE effect. What, how far can I push that envelope? How salacious can I make the... Well, fine, cur- curse in the ring and curse on the field, but don't 
cursing to the national television yeah. audience. Uh, going back here, though, and, and this is an interesting uh, op-ed from uh, the Cincinnati, one of the uh, the major, major uh, media hubs in Cincinnati, talking about how the Bengals don't care. You, you have Pac-Man Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a choice between hanging let me prep. Well, let me let me rewind this, Jamie, because I know what you would say. Let me preface this. I was going to say, would you rather like go out to hang out with Pac-Man Jones in the evening, or would you rather go out with Mixon? And the, the, the depraved people are going to go Pac-Man Jones. And while I admit that would probably be a lot more interesting and a lot more entertaining, you better have about nine bail bondsmen on speed dial because you're going to need them. Uh, Joe Mixon, and this is what they say. The only way, and it goes back to you, the only way you can teach the Bengals a lesson here, and this is the op-ed piece, is to not go to the games. Uh, we're urging every Bengals fan to take drastic action. Instead of buying a Bengals ticket this year, take that $50 or more you would have spent and donate the money to a nonprofit that works against violence to women. And they list a bunch of organizations down there. Enough is excuse. We can excuse this another season without winning a playoff game. We can't excuse drafting a player like Joe Mixon. Is that a little over? That, to me, that's way over the top. Well, where were they when uh, Pac-Man Jones was, you know, getting caught for his third or fourth you know, uh, DUI or whatever, and, and beat the hell out of somebody else, too. Uh-oh, there's an NCAA. Or, or paid $11 million to a guy who got paralyzed in a bar fight that he was yes. shot that he was involved with. Exactly. Yeah. Where were you there when, you know, uh, again, you could you could do this across the spectrum. Uh, again, you've got, what about the people, uh, D.D. Westbrook, the wide receiver from Oklahoma, who has been charged twice have you seen that guy him. oh he looks like 107 he does. i mean seriously that guy yeah. if you if i get if i said put a picture up on my twitter and you didn't know who it was and i didn't know who it was mm-hmm. you put him up and go how old is this guy i promise you you would say 50 he is the product of i mean you talk about a rough upbringing and he looks like he's carrying the wounds of, the, of a rough upbringing but that doesn't excuse us i mean supposedly he's hit uh the wife of his children uh a couple of times and dragged her out i mean you know, again this could be anywhere. So it gets to the point where you can't just limit that argument to one NFL team. You'd have to, I mean, you could go across the spectrum. The question is, again, I ask this, if these guys aren't, I mean, granted they'll be doing something else, but to me they don't have much of a, a leeway because if you're Pac-Man Jones, you're getting paid millions of dollars or at least hundreds of thousands, and you're blowing it at strip clubs and everything like that. You don't. I mean, but again, you turn these people loose, you see just in the offseason, watch this summer. Watch the police blotters well, over the how summer. How about this one? This and is, see how many NFL players aren't arrested. It's, this is crazy time as far as college coaches go because you have no control. This one, they want them all in summer school. I and know. When I say all, you're, you're, everybody wants their players in there. Evander Holyfield's son yeah. was arrested Monday night. Evander Holyfield, former world boxing champion, his son is a running back at Georgia. They got limited duty last year. At any rate, uh, was arrested Monday yeah, night. Uh, they had drug paraphernalia and no, drugs. So. He, was, he wasn't coke. I, I, I think, think it was weed. It's probably marijuana. Yeah, but I think somebody I read uh, cocaine. A college player. That means you know that seems to. So again, what do you do? I mean, we they know it's wrong. They continue to do it. So you turn them loose on society, and you know without at least going through, at least being exposed to formal education. Jamie, I'll what, tell you what this. do you do? I'll tell you this, and, and I was conceited, and I think most coaches are. And, and I, I do have an ego when it comes to this, and I firmly believed it. I thought that being in our program, and I promise you, uh, Conklet Tech or, or, or Keith at ULM or Viator or Holtz, mm-hmm. all these guys are going to echo the same statement. Uh, J.D. Malone in track is going to mm-hmm. say the same thing. And, and, and we believe it. If you come through our program, you're going to be a better human being because we're going to teach you. So, now, is it 100% guarantee? No, nothing ever is. Do you think Westbrook and maybe Mixon are better having come through the Bob Stoops program? Now, take the, the glasses off or like the Nick Saban. People get so hatred for Nick Saban, it blinds them from reality. Or, or they hate Les Miles so bad, it blinds their objectivity. If you go through that program for three or four years – and you have to adhere to the meetings, and you have to adhere to the rules. You have to adhere to the regulations. Be on time. Be on time. Yeah. And that was one of the hardest things we had to teach mm-hmm. is being on time. You know, if we have practice at 9 o'clock, that doesn't mean you bebop in at 8.59 or 9 o'clock. That means you're there at 8 getting ready to go. And just teaching values that so many people 
irrespective of, uh, you know, uh, there were there were kids that were very affluent that had no concept of value of time. Mm-hmm. There were kids from very impoverished backgrounds that had no concept of value of time. It's a generational thing more so than a socioeconomic thing, in my opinion. But every one of these guys would tell you, or girls for that matter, you're better off coming through our program. We think we make you a better person. And and I firmly believe that, and I think these coaches do too. You can make a difference. In the NFL at a professional level, obviously it's different because you're not monitoring them 24-7, or in some cases, uh, like Pac-Man, you are monitoring 24-7. But uh, you go back to the text line here before we get into that. Uh, Danny from Cal, a buddy of mine, uh, had, uh, had hit, struck a girl in a bar. She came after him with a pool stick, and he got arrested. And the judge acquitted him, saying that the lady put herself in a man's position, so she should be treated as such. Well, that brings back, and I was going to go a different direction, but that I saw over and over again the mix and tape. And I got a lot of hot water from, from my son because I said, my God, she, she first, and she admitted this. If you, This is what I think you've got to see. She instigated this. She pushed him first, then went and grabbed his shirt collar. I'm not saying he should have done it, but... If you see after they got together and met, you saw her contrition too, yep. and I loved it. I mean, I thought they they you know settled things. She said, "I have I have culpability in this, and Joe has culpability in this. It shouldn't have happened, but and I, he shouldn't have done it. But at the same time, uh, I can't remember the name. Escapes me the girl's name, but anyway, uh, she instigated that fight, that punch, and he shouldn't have. He should have walked away." But what if she, it would have been a guy, Jamie? Yeah. What, no, mean, I'm serious. What would we even be discussing this if this were a six foot, 180 pound male? Mm-hmm. Would, would we have? But yet you're still hitting a human being. And look, I and I've I've talked to my sons. I grew up this way. You don't oh, put your hands on women. Me too. All right. Me too. You don't hit a woman. You don't hit a woman. Uh, you know, but like our friend uh, Danny says, you know, the woman uh, the woman came after his friend with a pool, pool cue swinging it, mm-hmm. and then he protected himself by by, by punching her. Okay, so she started it, or did he I, hit, I, hit her? I could, he didn't say. Uh, my assumption was she came after him with a pool cue swinging he... it, and he protected himself and ended up striking her, and the judge threw it out. So lots of things going on here. I, I think things, and a lot of times we want to wrap these up in a neat little ball. Like, you know, like we do, we see uh, – we see shows, Law and Order, SVU, all that stuff, and they completely figure out this stuff in about forty-six minutes. Well, start. You're starting to see a little bit about this, and here we'll we'll just uh, we'll just open this wound for tomorrow. Uh, look at all the sexual harassment suits against all the Fox News contributors right now, all the personalities on Fox News. Everybody apparently, you know, and I'm not saying that it did or didn't happen. That it did or did not happen. I'm not going to the defense of those folks. But Sean Hannity shot back real quick, and all of a sudden it died down quick. And I'm not saying Sean, I would say he's probably, I'm not sure about Bill, or, but I'm not saying this to, to bring up politics. I'm just saying you're starting to see that now, and there's starting to be some pushback on the part of males. Jamie, there's a pendulum that's yeah. always swung in America. Mm-hmm. You go too far left, it swings back to the right. middle. You go too far right, it swings back to the middle. back to the middle. And we've always seen that. And I think now people don't really realize that. Steve chimes in uh, on the uh, the text line. Uh, you can't limit uh, mixing. We're all hypocrites to some extent. I completely I agree. agree with that. No one is completely pure and wholesome. But, That's you know, true. according to Christ, as according to Christ, there's uh, there's different uh, degrees of sin. John 19.11, we'll all give an account to him. Uh, Steve, appreciate the, uh, the text in there. Appreciate everybody joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I like the controversial subjects. I like the input on them. Again, folks, if we don't bring these things up, nobody learns anything, and we don't exchange ideas. It doesn't matter to me if you agree or disagree. I like the civil discourse of ideas. Just keep in mind that I'm right and Terry's always wrong. Yes. As Jamie said, I'm right. He's wrong. I like that. Somebody that's never wrong, John Tabor, appreciate you running the board. Never wrong. Uh, Stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox and the sports company. Sean Fox, who's always wrong, and you can take that. He's uh, he's 100% right 50% of the time. It's indeed. (laughs) Thanks to our sponsors, as Jamie gets a chuckle on that. Thanks to our sponsors today, folks. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, Spa Neville, GB Cooley. 
and Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union and PowerWorks, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. For Jamie Fox, for Clay Travis, for D.D. Westbrook, I'm Terry Waldrop. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.